Hello, and welcome to Be Still, Be Free. My name is Amber Miller, and I'm here today with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey. Hi. Hi. Welcome to this week's episode. Oh my gosh, this has been so good. Yeah, so we're in our part two of Be Fruitful series. Yes. We've talked about patience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and kindness last week. Yes. And this week, we're talking about a fruit of the spirit that I'm really interested in, and it's goodness. Goodness. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because I have no idea what it's going to be about. I really don't. Me neither. Well, it seems so ambiguous. Like, what is goodness? Like, how is kindness and goodness different? Yeah. Mm. Which I'm so glad that kindness was first because I didn't look into kindness, but a lot of people, I think, think they're the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One and the same. Like, kindness, goodness. What is the difference between those? Um, and so I kind of took it from a perspective of that the fruit of the Spirit is goodness, which comes from the Holy Spirit. Therefore, goodness should look like God's goodness. Mm. And so mine is going to kind of contrast in like light of what God's goodness looks like and yes. how ours needs to look like. And okay. I'm going to start um, in Genesis 1, where we see for the very first time the word good. Cool. Um, and I'm going to read the verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, which I love. Yes. In the midst of all that, God's just hovering yeah. over all of it. That's not kind of what the KJV sounds like. <laughs> no. I never opened the KJV, but I know it's one of your faves. <laughs> it's not one of my faves. It's just how I memorized everything. So the earth was with form and void. And <laughs> yes. Um, in, in verse 3 it's in 4, it says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. Mm. So the first thing that we see is that the earth was formless. It was void. It was filled with darkness. And so God creates light and saw that it was good. So light is good because it allows us to see. Mm -hmm. The earth was chaotic, but the light was good. And I think that is the best anchor for us in this episode, which is that goodness will shine a light on places where there is no order and where there is chaos so that those places can develop order and structure and restoration and wholeness. Mm. So our goodness should bring restoration and wholeness and for other people. So that's kind of where, which is not where I started when I was putting this episode together. Like, you were talking about how, like, you, when we do these yeah. episodes, like, I will just start gathering notes. Like, yes. I have a Word document of, like, seven pages yes. of just random notes. Yep. And then, like, as I'm reading through and going through it, I'm like, Lord, like, there's something. What is the thing? Like, yes. what is the the hook, the sticky mm-hmm. statement, the, the order of it? Yeah. And it was that that just he brought to my mind, like, well, what was the first thing I called good? Mm. And I was like, man, light. it was light. Wow. And it was the light that started all of this other stuff to bring about restoration and wholeness. That so, is awesome. That's really cool. So if the fruit of goodness looks like God's goodness because it's the fruit of the Spirit, it should shine light on dark places. And then what would that look like? Mm. Okay. So Vine's Expository Dictionary, which I got from a um, concordance, says that goodness signifies moral quality. Um, one scholar suggests it can include a sterner quality by which doing good to others does not necessarily mean doing it gently. Like when Christ um, was cleansing out the temple of the money sure. changers, like that was goodness, but it didn't look gentle. Um, <laughs> or when Jesus like denounces the scribes and the Pharisees, yeah, not necessarily gentle, but good. Yes. 
Um, and that one commentator says that the difference between kindness and goodness could be a component of generosity. Mm. Um, the Eason's Bible Dictionary says, In man, goodness is not a mere passive quality, but the deliberate preference of right and wrong, the firm and persistent resistance to all moral evil, and the choosing and following of all moral good. Mm. So goodness is really like a moral compass of right and wrong, mm. of black and white, of God's goodness versus what man would call good. Which allows you to have the hard conversation if necessary, yes. but in a restorative way. Yes. Because it's necessary because what they're doing is not good. Right. Like if there's not a moral fruit of the spirit of goodness, then there's no place to shine a light on where there's chaos and yeah. disorder. Right. Um, Romans fifteen fourteen says, I am myself convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge and competent to instruct one another. Um, which I love because it says like, you are filled with goodness, therefore you are competent to instruct one another in those good things. That's like great. you can give that instruction in that challenge. Yeah. Um, and so I thought then, okay, so what are the differences between a holy good and a worldly good? Mm. Because we hear all the time people saying he was a good person. Yes. Yes. Right. So what does that look like? Are you like? going to heaven? Well, I'm good. I'm, I'm a, a good, good person. person. I quote, do good deeds. Yes. But are you being good? Right. Um, There was a great article from Life, Hope, and Truth, and I'll link to it, that says, we must evaluate this world's idea of good and then think about Isaiah 520 that says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Mm. So um, there's a big difference between walking in, quote, your truth and in all caps, the truth. Ooh, and is that just not the case for today? Yes. I mean, no, it has been for forever, but right. with social media and everything and the temperature of everything and socially. Yeah. Like- and like, there's a lot of, and I know everyone can probably think of a different um, person to illustrate this, but there's a lot of authors, speakers, quote, yeah. celebrities that walk that fine line between where they, it, when I hear the words, I just need to walk in my truth. Mm-hmm. It's a big red flag for me of, but I don't know that your truth is God's truth. Whose truth? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So like you can, you can be good in your mind, but are you, is that God's goodness? Yeah. Is that God's truth? Is it biblical? Does it line up with biblical? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So good. Really good says that acts of goodness alone make you a good person, like caring for the poor, helping those in needs. Um, there's a TV show called The Good Place. I yeah. don't know if you guys have watched it with yeah. Kristen Bell, which is funny. And yeah. it's so really it's a funny. good show. It's funny. And I've seen just bits and pieces of it, but the main character is like trying to become yes. a good person yeah. by doing good deeds. Right. Yes, correct. Um, which is Not. the doing of good versus right. being That's good. That's right. Holy goodness, on the other hand, flip-flops this and says, you must have goodness inside and then it will manifest on the outside as a natural overflow of inner goodness. It's the state of your spirit. And it's the state of your spirit. Yeah. Um, so holy goodness, um, let's start with the Greek and the Greek word for goodness in this Galatians 5.22, where the fruits of the spirit are, um, is agathosune which means uprightness of heart and life, goodness, or kindness. Um, gotquestions.com says it results in a life characterized by deeds motivated by righteousness and a desire to be a blessing. Mm. So it is, I mean, there are deeds involved with sure. a holy goodness, but it's motivated by righteousness, not yeah. motivated by a desire to feel good. Yeah. Um, so and I think that's a lot of where goodness yeah. comes from. Yeah. 
So we feel good about ourselves. Yeah. I'm a good person because I gave to mm-hmm. a charity. Mm-hmm. Well, was that motivated by righteousness because you wanted to be a blessing or right. motivated because you wanted to feel like you checked yeah. the box? It was about what it did yeah, for you, team. not about what it did for somebody Which else. is something we talked about with kindness. Yeah. Um, it's a moral, moral characteristic of a spirit filled person, goodness for the benefit of others, not goodness, simply for the sake of being virtuous. Um, goodness is a virtue and holiness in action. Wow. I feel like for me, like this is so parenting. Yeah. Right. Because there's, there's good conversations that are good Mm -hmm. in nature, but then there's the hard conversations that Mm -hmm. you have to have for the goodness of your children. Yes. Um, oh man, that like, I'm really just thinking about parenting with this, you know, because where that line is and and I'm sitting here thinking, I think that because we want to feel good as parents, we end up being more permissive. Oh, that's so true. Right. Mm -hmm. In, in more in action than we are willing to have the hard conversations (laughs) for what's really what's best right? for our kids. Um, and we're not really showing them that we love them by being permissive. We're showing them we're loving them because we're willing to have the hard conversations. Right. Uh, But doing it in a way that would have been God's goodness. If you're Mm -hmm. yelling and screaming and belittling Mm -hmm. and being unkind in your delivery, then there's no fruit. There's not going to be restoration. Right. But doing it the right way could have profound impact. Yeah. You know, I think that it just reminds me of like, there are so many times when our kids do something that's quote good. Yeah. And you like, it's so easy to like overemphasize how wonderful oh, that yeah. was Good job. when maybe their their motivations were more manipulative right. in nature right. or um, simply because they wanted to appear like they're yeah. performing well yeah. or something like that mm. versus that more it's the moral compass like is your goodness shining a light where there's chaos and disorder and showing a reflect being a reflection of what God's goodness is. Right. Or is it just shining a light on you all the time? Right. We cannot separate what is good from God. Mm. We just can't. And like, that's, that's the crux of this whole goodness thing. You cannot separate, separate good from God. From so God. if you, what you're calling good is not from God, it's not good. It's, not it's good. nice. It's nice. Mm. It's nice. Or it's just yours. Right. It may not even be nice. It may just be something that you came up with. Like you said, living in my truth, mm-hmm. that may not even be nice. It just may be right. your own interpretation no, of, of something because it fits a little more easily where you are. So true. So true. Ooh. That's um, good. Every time I say it, I'm like, no pun intended. Good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Goodness. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Psalm 16, two says, you are my Lord. I have no good besides thee. Matthew 19, 17 says, there's only one who is good. James 1, 17 says, God does not withhold anything that is truly good from his children. So you cannot teach morals or, or values or morality without teaching the values of God. Um, first Peter one sixteen, be holy for I am holy. Mm-hmm. So again, um, God and goodness are permanently linked together. Yep. Um, a website called All About God says that God is the foundation of goodness and of everything good. He did not obtain it from another source. People can have good traits or do good deeds, but goodness is not inherently in our character. It can't. It only can come from God. Just like everything we've talked all about with friends. all these yeah. Yeah. The spirit. Um, okay, so I want to talk about God's goodness a little bit in the different things that are called good in the Bible about God. Um, okay, so all that God is and does is good. Um, and there's a verse in Psalm, you are good and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. God's goodness and love last forever. Um, God is good to everyone. Everything God made was good. God has goodness stored up for us. Everything from God is good. All things that are good are from God. 
and God alone is good. Um, and I will put all of these on the website yeah, with the yeah. verses that correspond with them. Um, but they're so, I mean, if you do just a search in the Bible for good, it always is in parallel to, to God's God. goodness. That's interesting. That it's interesting. always in parallel to God's goodness. That is so God alone or Christ are the ones called good. Wow. And so therefore our fruits of the spirit of goodness comes from that. Um, God's goodness is personal. He is good to each of us personally in ways that meet our individual needs. His goodness give us the perfect model of goodness. By knowing God and learning about his goodness, we can come to recognize true goodness and strive to good, do good things. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the fruit of God's goodness and how um, if, if the fruit of God's goodness is evident in our lives, then here's the things that we'll see. Okay. Um, it brings blessings. Mm. So whether that's right. to like, it's for other people, like it will bring blessings to people's lives. Um, it comes from all circumstances. Romans eight twenty eight says, you know, God works all things for the good. That's right. Doesn't mean he causes all things, but he can take all those things and work, work it, it for goodness. Um, it provides a refuge and a shelter. Um, it leads to repentance and um, next week, I'm going to talk about this a lot when we talk about our women in the Bible, how the goodness of God leads to the repentance of other people mm. and how other people come to repentance because of the goodness that we it. have. Mm. Um, that goodness that shines a light in those dark places to bring restoration. Um, so if God's goodness does all these things for us, then the fruit of goodness should do these things for other people. But that's the point of the fruit. Mm -hmm. The point of the fruit is to point others back to him. Right. That is the point of the fruit. It's the great commission. It's the gospel. The fruits are the gospel. Right. It's telling and showing about God without even having to open your mouth. Right. right? Like it, it is what it is so that others can, can be brought to him. Yeah. Just like, so like he brings us to him. Yes. You know, so like there's different, like there's different way. I thought we could just spend a little time talking about this, like the different ways that we can display goodness in our everyday life in different circumstances that will shine a light on the kingdom of God. Yeah. So like, um, like what are some things that you think of? Yeah. This one is hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It still seems so like abstract. It's very abstract. Does that make yeah. sense? Like yeah. it almost is like goodness is the precursor mm -hmm. for some of these other things. And since it's only mentioned in reference to God and Jesus, it almost makes me feel like, I don't know. Like I'm having a hard time grasping, like what does it look like? So, so oh, go ahead. when you first started talking about it, like one, it brought me to like parenting, right? Because I feel like goodness is more of a, a daily way of living. It's your, it's almost like how you live out your calling. It's mm -hmm. your, because it's the shining of the light, right? In, in dark places. And so it's, how can I shine a light and every part of who I am. How can I shine a light in parenting? How can I shine a light? It's beyond just being kind, right? It's more like just being who you are, allowing the light of God just to shine through you mm -hmm. and for others to see that through you. I think of missions, right? Mm -hmm. Because missions is, it's a, it's, it's a big thing, but to take your light and to shine it to the tiny crevices of the world that are dark, um, I, I think of that, like, I think of it more like a lifestyle than just an everyday, how am I going to be kind to somebody today or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I also find it to be, um, so this is a, a hard, like almost like Jesus in the, um, in the temple when he, you know, kicked everybody out. Um, we, I had a situation happen one time that, so if you know me, 
I don't enjoy confrontation. And I believe that confrontation should only happen in very specific times, prayed over, thought over, you know, getting advice, whatever. And so um, I had this situation on social media, on Facebook, where some parents were um, really uh, going after a kid for something the kid had. He'd gotten a lot of awards for something with a sport. Um, and his dad was the coach, but that kid had nothing to do with the fact that he was given all of those awards. And these parents were totally, um, kind of attacking the kid. And I can remember in that moment being washed over in just, I believe good anger, kind of Mm -hmm. like this, we're the adults. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. Kind of almost bullying this kid. Who's not even on this thread. Like, why would you do that? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I called, I called Chris and I was like, I'm feeling this way. And I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to say something because I feel like I'm a part of this. And if I don't stand up and, and bring light to this situation about how this is not the way it ought to be, that I'm almost condoning what it is. Right. And I'm not one to get on and do political rants or spiritual rants or anything, but this was personal. This was, you know, it was very vindictive and it was about, about a kid. Mm -hmm. And I just remember praying hard about it. And I even sought advice from someone else and said, am I thinking about this wrong? Do you think this is the wrong thing? And even Chris, who most of the time is like, you know, best not to say things. It was like, I can totally, I can totally see you wanting to just say a little something. And so I kept it very simple. And I was just like, Hey, listen, you know, we're the adults here. And I don't even remember exactly what I said, but Mm -hmm. we should not be allowing this kid to be, um, you know, put on the fire Mm -hmm. by us. We're, you know, the adults, whatever, whatever. And, and I kept it very simple, but I know in that moment, I know that was the right thing for right. me to do. I knew right. it. Like I had, like my spirit yes. was moved inside of me. I could not settle. I could mm-hmm. not do anything else. Like I kept coming back to it. I prayed about it. I sought advice about it and it severed, like it severed. I, I didn't come back with anything else because there were some moms who just jumped on me about it, but I, it wasn't about me in that moment. It right. was about that kid. Right. right? And I still believe that what I did was the right thing because Mm -hmm. it was a message that needed to be said, but I said it in a kind way and I Mm -hmm. didn't tear anybody down in the meantime and just said, Hey, you know, let's, let's just not do this. Yeah. You know what? Does that make sense? Yes. Cause I think, um, I think a good way to like simplify the idea of goodness is to show that when you're displaying the fruit of goodness, it brings conviction to those places that need conviction. Shines the light on the darkness. Yes. So like, um, I, I have an example and this is not an example to like toot my own horn about goodness. Well, that's the same way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Oh, it wasn't like I was all that. And I had some kind of light to shine, but I knew I was supposed to do, right. I knew I was moved to action. I knew I was, my conviction was moved me to action. Yes. Yes. So, cause in this example, I'm about to tell, like, I did not have any goals of like, I'm going to be the good one here, you know, or even take the high road. But I was with somebody and she started gossiping about somebody else and gossiping about someone else's daughter. And I just stayed quiet and I stayed quiet. And then I just simply said, you know, we just never know both sides of the story. It's really easy to believe just the one side. Yeah. And she didn't say anything. And five minutes later she was crying and she was like, uh, you're so right. Like, yeah. I can't believe that I jumped to those conclusions. And, and just in in me standing up for the moral, being the moral purpose yes. of let's stop gossiping about this because yes. we don't know anything about it. 
moved her to convict, like mm-hmm. she was convicted and then moved yeah. toward and. And that just came into my mind. Like I hadn't even thought about that before, but I know that I've been the recipient of being convicted by other people's goodness. That's right. That's right. Um, and being moved to like, like other people's goodness has shown a light on the places in my own heart and yep. in my own spirit that are dark and ugly where I'm, you know, like there's so many times where I'm like, I know the person that I want to be in my mind and she is good and yep. she displays this fruit and Am I being that person right now in yeah. this situation? And if the answer is no, then. And I think you bring up a really great point that it's not um, like in both of those instances, we weren't like, you know, how shallow are you that you would be talking about some kid or, mm-hmm. you know, I, it wasn't like we jumped on them and tore them down and made them feel bad. But um, what kind of Christian are we if we stand in the field mm-hmm. of sin mm-hmm. And never shine a light on the maybe the flip flop way of living in that moment or seeing that moment or you know if we're standing if we're sitting at the table of gossip and we're not willing to to say hey this isn't right then we're just as guilty as the ones who are sitting there doing the gossip mm-hmm. in my opinion mm-hmm. you know um, and again it's how you deliver it it's just like God's goodness right. you know it's how you deliver it but. Yeah. So my um, interpretation of goodness, just from like trying to make it a more tangible, (laughs) you know how my brain works. Um, This is what I was thinking while you were talking. Kindness seems to be about your actions specifically toward another person, while goodness seems to be about aligning your behavior to God's standards. Ooh, I like it. I love that. I love that. I, love I think you're you right. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That helps me to kind of. Yeah. yeah. Goodness is really a, it's a moral compass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is, is your goodness shining toward God or is it pointing to the world? Yeah. And if it's not pointing to or reflecting, yeah. like God's goodness shines a light on us. Is our goodness reflecting God's goodness? Are we mirror images? And if we're not, then it's not holy good. Well, and Jesus is the light of the world, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, I think almost, um, like, visually speaking, if you... Now, this I don't know if this is going to get weird. But if I picture Jesus as, like, this light... Um, light means there must be shadow. You can't really have light mm-hmm. without shadow. Mm-hmm. And so it's constantly about stepping into Jesus's light, Mm -hmm. you know, like, am am I walking in Jesus's light Mm -hmm. right now? Or am I walking in mm-hmm. into the shadows? Am I yeah. am I going off track? Mm-hmm. If you you can't see me, but I'm doing this like motion of like getting off track. Like, <laughs> I'm totally with you. Don't yes. you love how we talk so much with our hands on this podcast? And I can't yeah. see you. No, I know. But in my mind, I'm thinking about like constantly getting back in yep. line with Jesus's the light that He's casting, yep. as opposed to yes. you know, the shadowy places that aren't really where we need to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and when you say moral compass, the moral compass has to be the word of God. It can't yeah, be our own right. interpretations exactly. or this is important to me or this is a platform I stand mm-hmm. on. It can't be about that. Mm-hmm. No, it has to it, be about the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. Yes. Yes. It's not um, a specific cause. Right. It's not a specific um, right. cultural issue. I mean, God's goodness hasn't changed from... 2,000 years ago when Christ was born or all the thousands of years before that. God's goodness is the same. The moral integrity of what is good in God's eyes is completely the same. How that's manifested and what that looks like related to different things is one thing. But just because you're carrying a banner of, you know, feminism or Black Lives Matter or, you know, whatever school shootings. 
God's goodness isn't going to change in any of that, um, no matter what the outcome of that is. And so I don't know. I think, I think what you just said about the difference between kindness and goodness, a moral compass and like conviction, like, I think it just does bring a Mm -hmm. conviction that will bring things back into the center of Mm -hmm. what God Mm. calls good. Yeah. That's powerful. So if you're, I think the more time that we spend individually going through the Bible and saying like, what is, how is God good? Because that's what my goodness needs to look like. And so like I'll list those things in the website. um, If you want to go back and that's just a starting point. So popcorn, when you think about God being good, what's an attribute? Popcorn. Faithful. Mm -hmm. Grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like loving, even in. Like, so we've, I think I've shared this a little bit before, but in the time, one of the times of life where I was in the darkest pit ever by my own doing and own choice, not because other stuff was happening to me, but it was a willingness that I had to just kind of jump in and swim around in the muck and the mire. Um, God's goodness was so prevalent and so loving. Like Jesus has never been clearer, never been louder, never one time wagged his finger at me or said, how could you, or how did you even get this far? Mm -hmm. He was just like, Hey, I'm here. Yep. I love you. Yep. I'm right here. Do you want to come out yet? Yeah. Like just stood there extending a hand Mm -hmm. with such compassion and love in his eyes. Um, that even later, many years later in life, when I was reading the um, very first book of the Narnia series, was it the magician's nephew? Yeah. And it talked about when he finally met Aslan and his eyes and what they were filled with. Like I was reading it out loud to Jana at the time and I couldn't even get through it. I was weaving. Cause I was like, that's what it was that's for me. Was in for the pit. Wow. wow. So like, that was God's goodness. Like it, he himself, his presence in the middle of that, I'm doing a lot of hand motions, his presence <laughs> in the middle of that, all by itself yep. through love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, yep. goodness. Monster. That showed a lot, shown mm. a light on where I needed restoration and healing and yeah. wholeness in my life. But the way it was just all framed in the fruit, fruits of the spirit that made it enticing to me to want to come out. Mm. Well, because all that we're doing should be done in goodness. So that it makes mm-hmm. the people around us want to come out mm-hmm. to know that they're safe with us. Yes. That even in all their brokenness, they know that we will we will be good to them. Yeah. That we won't judge them, that we won't crucify them, that we won't walk away from them, that yeah. we won't go talk about them, that right. we won't judge them, that we won't turn on them. And we live in such a defensive world because that's what most of us are doing. We're cutting ties and we're walking away and we're judging and we're not we're not loving without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And so and it is, I think, so much simpler than we want it to make is it. It is really yeah. so simple. It is. Yeah, it's, it really is. Jesus is simplicity. I, I really believe that one day when we get to heaven, he's really going to look at most everybody and just shake his head. And you guys made this so hard. It I wasn't know. hard Well, I just kind of picture all. all of the people who are at odds with one another mm-hmm. right now, standing in the same room with Jesus and him being like, that's right. You're both here. I love, yeah. you know, like yeah. it, I love when I'm at a concert, a Christian concert and, um, I'll never forget the first time this happened. We were laughing about this at Christmas. It was a, a, a Stephen Curtis Chapman and a Michael W. Smith concert. And if you'd ever told me I was going to go to a Christmas concert of theirs, I would have never, right? But it was at the um, um, the performing arts right there at Cumberland. Cobb. Cobb. And that is a magnificent musical 
venue. I mean, the music inside of there is superb. And the place is packed out and there's all races, all denominations, all everything. And they, they sing this song. And at one time, all of us are standing and we're holding hands and they're up in the air and we're praising Jesus. And I think in that moment, like there's so much diversity in that room. There's thousands of people in that room. And yet we're all praising Jesus together. And he loves each and every person that's in that room. And if you're a believer in that room, you're going to live in the same heaven as the person right next to you that is very different from who you are. Mm -hmm. That's goodness. That's Mm -hmm. loving everyone in their own difference, right? And and that is what, not accepting that which is not biblical. That's not what we're talking about. No. But we're loving each other. you know, I don't know, just knowing that somebody's not going to turn or take their love away from you. Yeah. Well, and it, I, it just makes me go back to Genesis 1 2. The earth was formless and empty in darkness, but the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Mm. And so, with people in our lives that are in dark, chaotic places, are we hovering with yeah. the Spirit of God over it and shining light and We're calling it away good. from it? Yeah. Are we being quiet? Right. When we ought to show like, light? God was hovering. Like he was right there on top of it, like in it, you know, and it was just like, here's some light. I've heard that, that described, um, and like the translation of those words used for God hovering over the water. And it's, um, linked to like a mother hen hovering over. Yeah. I think of of being a mom when you talk about hovering, like not out of of, uh, control, but out of protection and out of, you know, taking care of warmth and nourishment and like things that, you know, you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's, I love that. We'll find a picture of a, um, egg being sat on. (laughs) That sounds really, yeah. Yeah. I I think I'd love to see that. I love it. Be good. <laughs> Be good, y'all. Um, we don't okay. want no bad eggs around here. Yeah, oh here here's two practical applications. Um, the first one, I got this directly from that website, Love, Life, Hope, and Truth, and I just thought it was great. Here's a um, self-examination questionnaire. A, is the good I do based on God's standards or societies or standards I've created myself? Mm. B, how do my actions show God's right way of life? C, how do my actions show God's law? D, would I call what I'm about to do good? And if yes, what evidence from the Bible shows it? And isn't that good? Um, And E, am I just? Am I fair? Am I obedient to God's commandments? Am I generous in doing good to others? So that's just like a really good like framework for anything that you're about to, I guess, embark on action-wise to show goodness put it through this filter. Wow. I thought that was amazing. That's so good. Um, And then the second one is kind of related to that a little bit, but I took a different spin on it before you're about to jump into an act of goodness. Pause first to consider does doing this quote, good deed shine a light on me or does it shine it back on God? Because I think so often we do it because we want to be recognized and we want to feel good. But if it's an act of good that comes truly from the fruit of goodness, it doesn't matter if we get recognized and it doesn't matter if it doesn't feel good. As long as it shines back to God and not us, it's the right fruit. And so the woman that I talk about in next week's episode is going to be like the perfect example of that. Mm. I I would even say sometimes, you know, reflective of you, reflective of God. I think sometimes when you're called to shine the light in the hard places, Mm -hmm. it's almost uncomfortable. Like you almost don't want to. That's true. Because it would be easier not to. 
That's really right. True. It'd be easier mm-hmm. to be like, I think I'm going to tuck my light and leave. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. like when you have to kind of speak up because you know, God's saying you need to say something, yeah. you need to say something, you need to say something. You're like, but right. I don't want to, I don't want to, no, I don't that's want so to. True. I can, I, there's been a few, just a handful of times where like the Holy Spirit makes my heart palpitate <laughs> yes. and I start turning red yes. and I'm like, I have to raise my hand in this class and say this because yes. y'all are acting the fool and yeah. this is not what God would want. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to do mm -hmm. that. It is hard to do. Man, this is awesome. Good conversation. Very abstract. I know. Yeah, yeah. Goodness is so um, thick. No, but it's a lot to. I think talking through it is helpful to make it more tangible and not just understandable, but something that we can like really hold ourselves up against and say like, this is something I should pay attention to in my life. Right. I love that. That's great. All right, Sarah, you want to pray us out? I will pray us out. Thank you, Jesus, for another fantastic recording. We just praise you for the opportunity that you allow us to have. Um, thank you for continuing to teach us and grow us. And um, just in little ways, Lord, learning more about you and just praise you that we are able to do that whenever we really want to. Lord, I pray for our listeners that you'll meet them where they are. Um, just bring us all back together, hopefully again, for another recording. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.